Welcome to the big show. What's, What's up, up bro? buddy? Good. Doing well? Doing well. Good. You know, we, have, we have had a nonstop eventful day after day after day after coming back from Rocky Day. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a whirlwind for sure. It's good, though, in a good way. It's been, it's been a whirlwind. We got a lot going on. Yeah. We have a lot of surprises coming up. We have a lot of announcements to make. I mean, there's all kinds of fun stuff going on. So I, I'm having fun. I don't know about you. <laughs> it's a good you know time. What? I'm having, you know, I'm having a ball. And I'm going to tell you, I'm really looking forward to this guest. Um, I, I forgot to send you the picture. Maybe you have it. I don't know. It doesn't even matter. Nah, you can um, send it to me. I do a little magic while we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> but I finally got to meet this fellow, this gentleman. Uh, at the Rocky Day for the mm -hmm. very first time. And it was so nice to put the face with the, you know, the name and the, yeah. the Instagram. Yeah. No, same here. Probably. Same here, Robert yeah. and I. Have, well, obviously, I gave it away. But him and yeah. I have chatted a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> him and I have chatted a little bit over over the period of time, I guess. I'm not really sure how long. Um, but it was. It was nice to meet these people in person and, and get yeah. a face at the end. So. But yeah, since I gave most of it away, our, our next guest is a, a wonderful, <laughs> we're going to put up there, writer, producer, actor, director. What else can we put in there? My goodness, Mr. Robert Bruzio. Yes, a, sir. How you doing, guys? You could add juggler. How are you? Menace, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever, whatever you want to add. Mother, drag of all trades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Car tricks, whatever. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> now, speaking of father, we got to give your daughter a plug because I'm still trying to get in touch with her with her, her drawings. His daughter does the most amazing drawings, and I want to get a Rocky one for my wall. Oh, um, thank you. So, I mean, her website is uh, Alexa Bruzio Art, correct? Yep, Alexa Bruzio Art. The card, nope. uh, and um, go on. And she doesn't just draw Stallone. She has a lot of drawings of famous people. Phenomenal work. Um, figured I'd throw that out there since I mentioned father. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. No, uh, she did. Hey, she earned it. She did. She does wonderful work. You know, I mean, she really does. I got. Yeah, I messaged I her something new today. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to get one for mine, like I said. I, I mean, so I, I'm sorry. I, I can't know everything, but I yeah, want to see will. it now. <laughs> you will. We'll get off online. We'll get it. So well, how if are you, want, you I can go out. I can go upstairs, get her, and it'll switch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's boot you out of the show, right? That's all. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have stage, her on my daughter. <laughs> exactly. That's okay. I wouldn't mind being upstage by mine. I get it. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a pleasure to have you on. We have a lot to talk about. Um, you have got a whirlwind of a, a resume, my friend. My goodness. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me on. No, please. It. It's our pleasure. I mean, like our, I said, we have our pleasure. so much going on in, in, uh, in your career and in your life that, that you've been doing, and it's just uh, wonderful to talk about it. I mean, where would you like to start? Do you want to take us to the, the beginnings there and how you initially got going with everything? So some others that maybe don't know can get you started. It was it was a cold winter December morning in 1968. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cold. When a, a little child was born. <laughs> um, so you were no, born I mean, in December, you know. So you might. <laughs> I was born in December, and and you know we could kick off that I was oh, born on December third, which is now officially Rocky Day. So my birthday amazing. lands on Rocky Day every year. Every That's year. awesome. I know, right? <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> oh, yeah. good stuff. Good Tony, stuff. I sent you that picture. At least I think. Okay, I I'll work on that while we're chatting. So, so, so yeah, tell me. I mean, you know, I, I can talk a little bit about, you know, how I started out uh, as, as a writer, uh, producer, actor. Um, I started out most first as an actor um, right okay. out of college. I, I, I got my degree in uh, business management and I thought the corporate world was going to be my thing. But even when I was in college, I still uh, always gravitated towards the theater, towards the arts. Okay. And unbeknownst to me, uh, what I thought was a terrible economy and a bad time to graduate college was actually a blessing because it made me do some uh, soul searching and I decided to pursue what I really wanted. And okay. I just managed to start acting. I was getting uh, cast in here in New York and uh, some of the soap operas that were being taped here at the time, One Life to Live. There's another one called Loving. Uh, but this was in the 90s when people started making independent movies. Mm -hmm. 
It was like yeah. the beginning of the independent stuff. Yeah. yeah. Independent, at Sundance and all that. So okay. a buddy of mine uh, wrote and produced and had me in this movie that he, he originally only had $10,000 to make this movie. Oh, and he was told that that was not enough. Sure. So he goes to Atlantic City and he puts the whole 10000 on black. Oh, my God. Come on. No. It's, it's $20,000. Oh winds God. up getting short ends of film, black and white, makes this movie. That's awesome. Lo and behold, the movie winds up getting picked up at Sundance. Oh, sweet. Here's this little movie. Now they had to put real money into the movie to really finish it yeah. and all of this kind of stuff. Uh, but I was in it, and from there, I just caught the bug to write, and I started writing, and people just started gravitating to my writing. Right away, there was a producer that came on and wanted to put money into my project to create a short film to see if we can raise the money to do the, 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 the movie itself. And I found the passion and the love that I have for it. And uh, being that I needed to earn more of a living, I wound up opening up a uh, production company. Um, someone had seen, uh, you know, read, read one of my screenplays, wanted me to write another screenplay. We opened the production company. And then from there, I started doing music videos. I was directing music videos for Twisted Sister. Do you guys remember Twisted yeah. Sister? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I ask you videos. one quick question? Sure, of course. Um, on the, the, the movie behind you. Yeah. Uh, I thought I saw Stano Productions. Okay, yeah, because that was the original name of the movie, Stano. Right, because uh, there was a character's last name, correct? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. And 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 I really wanted it to be the name Stano, but the uh, powers that be, the ones who wound up distributing the movie, um, as well with Paramount Pictures, you know, in the streaming world, that they wanted to have one. They questioned what does Stano mean. I said, well, it's the guy's last name. And yeah, right. Right. And, and I said, well, what does Serpico mean? You know what I mean? That was a, yeah. a hit movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody knew Serpico until it Nobody came out. Until it came out. It's just a cool yeah. sounding name. And then it's about the, the guy. It's not about yeah. baseball. But, you know, they, they then they said with all these uh, algorithms and analytics, they want a movie that starts with lower end of the alphabet. So B, bottom of the ninth. It's okay. it has double meaning. It's the guy's last chance. And, well, at okay. least they went in a cool direction. It didn't go anything real corny or stupid. I mean, it, at least it went right. in a in a direction where the title is applicable, like you just said, not only about him and his life, but the baseball terms as well. Right, because to me, it was never really a movie about baseball. Agreed. No, right. And many people could argue and say that Rocky is uh, not a movie about boxing, which is right. Right, you right. Know, correct. I, I heard that firsthand from John Avildsen. Um you know, I'll tell you a, a, a funny story that relates to this. So, you know, I, I can start off by saying that John Avildsen was originally uh, slated to direct this movie. Um, John had read the screenplay. The, yeah. Academy Award winning director for Rocky. Wow. And, uh, yeah, you know, when I got the phone call from him that he read my screenplay and loved it and wanted to do it, uh, I, my knees buckled. I, I, I believe it. Lot. <laughs> Um, but you know, I got to work with him closely. And then when we, uh, started pre-selling the movie to foreign buyers, we were in a room. Um, our sales agent had a whole bunch of, uh, uh foreign buyers there. And, uh, you know, people were asking, <laughs> this was funny. They said, well, John, wh what do you think about baseball? And he goes, I think baseball is boring. And I went, oh, John, we're trying to sell these people. What are we doing? <laughs> and he, and he said, but I also thought that boxing was stupid. Like, okay, okay. So he segued into that, right? He goes, I thought boxing was stupid. He goes, you know, it's not about the sport. It's not about the people. I read Rocky by page two. The guy's talking to his turtles. I'm trying. <laughs> I don't care about anything else. He goes, I read Stano. This guy here by page two, he's you know in prison, crying alone in a. Uh, in solitary yeah. confinement. Yeah. He goes, are you going to tell me that Gone with the Wind is about the Civil War? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone exactly. just stayed quiet. And he had them all in the palm of his hand. Oh, from that moment on. Yeah. 
That's so funny. <laughs> that's when it first was said, you probably had a heart attack. What do you mean oh, hate yeah. baseball? <laughs> I said, we need, we're trying to sell these folks. What are you doing? Yeah, this yeah. was at, uh, oh, at AFM, yeah, in Santa Monica. But, you know, it, then you learn why John Avildsen was John Avildsen. Yeah. He's, he's just a master, master of the underdog and, and, and a master Hollywood director. Oh, beautiful work. Beautiful work. But it wound up going into another direction that was connected to Rocky also. Am I correct on that? Well, yeah. I mean, the way it all started, um, you know, I was leading up to, to the production company that I had. That's why I befriended Burt Young because mm -hmm. I started doing TV commercials. And I did a commercial for a restaurant that Burt Young had um, in, in the Bronx. And he took an immediate liking to me. And he told me he had this movie that he wanted to shoot. It was called Murder on Mott Street. And would I help him with it? And would I help him with the editing of it in my studio? Um, and from there, we just developed the friendship. Uh, simultaneously at that time, I was writing this. Okay. It was called Stano. And there is a lot of stuff that I did with Bert, um, stuff professionally, stuff personally on a family level. We, we did become, oh, wow. he did become, yeah, my daughter calls him Uncle Bert. You know? So, yeah. you know, alluding to that, um, we, we now know that he was like a family member to you. He was just not just a colleague. No. He was actually, you know, he was very, you were very close to him. Extremely close. We, yeah. we, you know, we, he came to my mom's wake. Um, he was at family parties. Um, yeah, we, we grew really, really close. We had that's amazing. Yeah, ma many uh, uh, shall I say moments of, of bonding, and, and there were some moments of interesting <laughs> where I thought, you know, he might have killed me. <laughs> but, but he did. <laughs> We, we did a short film uh, together and we were filming in Pennsylvania and, uh, you know, we worked about 16 hours and we only had one car that was oh, ready geez. to go back to Manhattan. And I had another actress that we needed to shoot one more scene with her. And I said, and I asked Bert, I said, do you mind waiting one more scene for this girl so she can share a car with you in Manhattan? Well, Bert lost his mind. <laughs> he went nuts, <laughs> right? And I, I said, well, we got to get this last scene in. So, so we get the last scene in. He went back to his room. I'm exhausted. We have no more money left. I'm being thrown out of this bar that we were filming in. And <laughs> all my buddies were saying, are you going to call Bert? I said, no, I'm not. So I get in the car. We'll get in the car. And I leave him there. I leave him in Pennsylvania. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for like three days. Oh my god! <laughs> now for three days, I'm going into my uh, into my studio in Mount Vernon, looking over my shoulder, thinking, I bet. "I'm done. I'm dead." He got all he got all bullied out over there. My God! I got uh, a phone call from him. Uh, three days later, I pick up, and he goes, "You son of a!" <laughs> he goes, "You got a lot of." He goes, I can't get too mad. He goes, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> he goes, that's actually pretty funny. But he that's got the awesome. last laugh because he called his personal driver to come and get him. And they oh, sent me a bill for 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you want to leave me here? Here. <laughs> oh, that's a great story. I mean, I've never heard anyone that has met him. And I've talked to several people that have met him. I've been lucky enough to meet him. No one has ever said an ill, an Ill word about him. Nobody's ever said he was rude or abrupt. Every single person either met him on the fly or spent quality time with him has nothing but good things to say about that man. He was all heart, all love. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he was a tough guy by no means. I sure. Mean, by, by no means. Uh, I mean, he was a tough guy, but what I mean by no means uh, to, to, to say that he wasn't. Mm -hmm. um, but when it came to, to, to people, he loved people. Mm -hmm. um, he loved to make people smile. You know, when he would walk into a room and people would call him Paulie, it brought him nothing but joy. Really? It brought him nothing but joy. Yeah. And how funny is it he's playing Paulie, who is a complete opposite of a character as he truly is? Yeah. You know, being so angry and so so mad and, yeah. you know, he, treats his sister like crap. And Well, I worked with him as an actor 
as well. We both did a scene. Well, in that short film, we co-starred in it, but we also performed at the actor's studio together. We did uh, oh, okay. uh, a couple of scenes there in New York City. And, uh, you know, he would always talk to me about, he trained with, um, um, uh, what was his name? Um, from The Godfather, Godfather 2, famous actor. Oh, Lee Strasberg. Lee Strasberg. You know, he, he studied with Lee Strasberg. And he would teach me his technique and, and he did the method. Um, and he described how he came up with Paulie. You know, okay. he told me that when he first put Paulie, he felt that he was like this empty barrel. That's how we would describe him to me. And he says he was almost like this grimy, filthy guy that even he was disgusted with. So <laughs> he says, if you notice his moves, he's always like moving like this, like an empty barrel. Uh -huh. He's just nothing in the inside. And he would put like turpentine on his neck, his knuckles. So it was just his own personal thing to like yeah. make the guy arthritic and make him kind of, you know, well, dry skinned and uncomfortable. Disgusting. And... Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. You know, these are like little actor things that people don't know. Wow. You know, yeah, that's really to bring himself to that to that person. Yeah. Wow. It's that's one thing that I, I was always on the bucket list was uh, to meet. Bert Young, you know, yeah, and, and obviously, you know, lost that opportunity, but I just think he was just an amazing man, an amazing actor. Left us, he left us a lot behind. I mean, obviously, he's well known for the Paulie role, and he's done a lot of other stuff as well. He played, you know, Mickey Blue Eyes and a bunch of other films that he's been in. Um, oh, yeah. So we get we're lucky enough to see him time and time again. But um, can you touch base on a story? I know you said that you did something on uh, Rocky Balboa. When, uh, on Rocky Balboa when you're with yeah. Burt Young? Yeah, to, to, to tie it to Burt and leading up to my Rocky connection to having this movie made. You know, a, mm -hmm. a, a lot of stuff that Burt and I did together, I, I kind of earned my uh, card. I, I cashed in the chip to, to say, Burt, I have this underdog story. I would really love, you know, if, if we could get some of the people that made Rocky involved in this. And by this point, he said, yeah, absolutely. Um, started with John Avildsen, and he just gave me John's phone number. He said, "Here, call him. Oh, I'll get my friend." <laughs> yeah, that's not too and, much and, pressure, <laughs> right? <laughs> Thankfully, you know, because one of the biggest fears you have is I call up John Avildsen and say, "Yeah, I'm a friend of Burt Young, and I have a script." And he's like, "Yeah, all right. Who doesn't have a script? Everybody's yeah. got a script, and everybody has a friend." Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Thankfully, the script really did um, get the attention from a major agency, CAA, from a festival that was here in New York. So I had to throw that into John and say, you know, CAA is looking at this and, yeah. and I'm a friend of Bert and whatever. And he finally bought in and he goes, yeah, sure. All right, send it over, send it over. Two days later, that's when I got the phone call. And he goes, Robert, this is John Avildsen calling. I read it. I love it. I want to do it. Oh, wow. my goodness. So, okay, yeah. you know. Here's John Avildsen, Academy Award winner from uh, from Rocky. Now they're making Rocky Balboa, um, and I call up Bert, and you know I'm, I'm starting to connect some dots. I'm like, I'd love to see if I can meet one of the producers there, but of course, you know, you got to be professional and not yeah. speak business while they're making their movie. But it'd be nice to at least have. So Bert invited me down to the set, and uh, it, it was during the scene when they were on. Uh, you know, the broken down ice arena. Mm -hmm. And Rocky's talking about how he remembers touching Adrian. She touched him and he mm -hmm. felt electric. And yeah, Paulie turns around and goes, ice is stupid. People who stand on ice are even more stupid. Um, I actually rehearsed those lines with Bert in his trailer before he did the scene. <laughs> um, so I had, you know, it was, it was a big blessing and, a, and a, an honor to be there. So Bert brings me over to, to you know, the tent that's all set up with all the video monitors, the screens, mm -hmm. to watch what's going on. And of course, Sylvester Stallone is there. And uh, Bert walks me right up to Sylvester Stallone and he says, uh, this is my good friend, Robert Bruzio. And Sly looks me up and down and he goes, it's good to have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's the um, first meeting. That's the first time you met him. First meeting. Oh, with wow. Alone. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got <laughs> yeah, the hint. It's like, there's a reason why you're here. It's because. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I got to, I was welcomed. I got to stay there and I got to watch Sly 
in action right there. I mean, here was a man, I guess he was in his 60s at the time, mid 60s, mm-hmm. or early 60s. And I'm watching him. The energy level is off the charts. He's directing Bert. He's telling Bert, when you turn around, you have to say, not to me. Like he was giving him like the motivation on how to say it. Yeah. And then he's, he turns to the uh, his director of photography and he's telling him, I want you to just drop the frame like a quarter of an inch here, like, like that much detail. And wow. as he's talking, there's a heater that's a little too close to some of the other crew people, sly spots it, gets a hand truck, moves the heater himself while he's talking to two other people. And I'm like, this guy's uh, And then from there, get in front of the camera, call action, and right in front of my eyes, become Rocky Balboa. He just oh starts, my. Rocky just comes out and he says, you know, Paul, he, this is where I came with your sister. And, you know, yeah. It's something I will never, ever forget. Oh, ever of course. Forget. Surreal. Oh, it's got to be surreal. Surreal to see. And and then I, I expert, I says, I mean, he, he just works so hard. He goes, you have no idea. He says, after this, he goes to his room, watches what's been shot. If things need to be rewritten, he'll rewrite it. And, you know, he's also dealing with the producing of it. He said, if there's any crew person, even that's like 25 years old or whatever, and they gripe that they're tired, what can they say? I mean, look at, yeah. look at him. There's, no. there's no gripe. Yeah, no, no. 60, 61 years old, he's running circles around them. Yeah. Running circles. No, and like, yeah. and, and yeah. all the pressure, everything is on him. Is that's on him. awesome. No, I mean, that's that, so that, cool. that sums up exactly why he's so successful. I mean, and he has yeah. been for you know, 70 years or 60 years, whatever it's been yeah is because look what he does yeah it's amazing that work amazing. ethic is is extraordinary you know mm-hmm. you want to have extraordinary success it's not by accident no uh, no no, no. no that, you that, to, to you know even to get any movie made it's a miracle and and i'll share with you a little bit more about later when yeah I i'm really interested about this. definitely interested in hearing but, yeah so, well <clears throat> yeah so while i was on on balboa that's where you know, Bill, um, I'm sorry, Bert introduced me around to all the other producers that were on set. And the one fella that, you know, I really liked and, and, and spoke to and a true gentleman and Sly has shared, you know, his, his feelings for this producer. He's, he's the one he likes <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> was Bill Chardoff. Um, and you know, yeah, that's Bill right there. And Bill, uh, you know, I, I just, hello, and he was cordial, and, and I just left it at that. About a month later, I reached out to Chartoff Productions and shared with them that I am not only a friend of Bert, and we met on Balboa, but also the screenplay that I have, John Avildsen is interested in directing, can we talk? And I just left the message with the secretary there. I get a phone call from Bill Chartoff. Hey, I, you know, I got your message. Tell me about your movie. Oh and I God. told him what it is. I said, it's an underdog baseball movie and it's very Rocky-esque. And then and he says, you know what? I, I, I do have a love for baseball. Send it over. Again, thankfully, I get a phone call back. I really like the screenplay. So, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that people were responding to this material. Mm-hmm. You know, this was something that people of a certain caliber and as well as actors um, really responded to the material. So now we started building this as the people who created Rocky are involved in the in creating this movie. Mm-hmm. And from there, we were able to go out to major actors like a Joe Manganiello. And Joe yeah. Manganiello brought Sofia Vergara, who at his time, at that time, they weren't even dating. He was just looking to get close to her at the time. <laughs> so they weren't married. They weren't even dating. No, he was trying oh, to use this movie. He has a meeting with John Avildsen, and John Avildsen calls me up and says, uh, hey, what, Joe brought up that Sofia Vergara actress. What do you think of her? I said, well, it was originally written for an Italian girl from the Bronx, but you know, growing up in the Bronx in that time period, I dated plenty of Latino girls. There was sure. you know, a lot of so – we were a whole community. I said, I think she'd work fine. And the next thing you know, you know, <laughs> he, he was looking to date her, and yeah, they yeah. wanted dating, and then they didn't want to do it because – they didn't want to put their relationship on the chopping block, but then they just said, you know what? Let's just do it. 
And but the chemistry between them obviously was there because they wound up getting married later on, you know. Well, well they got um, married right before we went in production. Oh, okay. So that's how okay, long so it takes to make a movie. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. So, but there was there, you could feel the chemistry. There was no, you know, you could yeah. you could sense yeah. it. And we just played out so that movie was fabulous. You know, oh, I'm not just you. saying I'm not just saying it because but I'm my question is I'm a big baseball fan. Are you a fan? Huge fan. Um, Huge fan. Baseball of the Yankees. <laughs> of the Yankees. Okay. All right. Well, look, I was born in the Bronx, so uh I so think they you. may have injected right. me. It, 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 yeah. it was it's Tony was too. Tony, you were born in the Bronx there. and you went to the Mets? Come on. No, I wasn't born in the Bronx. Oh no, I wasn't born in the Bronx. I was born in Queens. And then oh, we moved to Brooklyn, okay. and we did move to Staten Island for a couple of years as well. Um, and then we actually moved to Jersey later on when I was in high school. Uh, but my yeah. grand long story, I don't want to take away from yours. My grandfather was a Brooklyn Dodgers fan. They left. There was uh, The National League team that came up was the Mets. He started following them. Then my dad followed them. So in 73, they got Willie Mays. I thought the greatest thing in the world. And here I am. 40, Remain 50 the years later, whatever it is, still hoping for another World Series. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, no, if I lived in the Bronx and was a Mets fan, trust me, they'd run me out of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it doesn't there's work. A few that, there are a few that are brave enough to, to say they're Mets yeah. fans. You know, yeah. right. <laughs> okay. But the, okay. So that explains where the or the Yankees came in with your ideas, mm -hmm. you know, your childhood, you know, baseball team and everything. Well, yeah, but again, it's not about baseball. You know, the story, what really... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I know. it was a, the Baseball was the backdrop, like boxing was the backdrop. Exactly. I get that. But, I mean, you're also bringing some of your, your boyhood uh, stuff, you know. Aspirations. <laughs> growing up as a Yankee fan, and so you bring that along. And, you know, you were grew up as a... Did you grow up as a Rocky fan as well? You know? Absolutely. So, so Absolutely. you're bringing all of that stuff that you've accumulated over the years, which I think is so cool because then you put out your own piece of work, but you've brought your stuff into it. I think it's amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Very well done. There's a real quick, we'll show a picture of, of Robert with Joe and Sophia. Yep. That's over the theory awesome. right there. That was, uh, yeah. The, the opening night was, uh, in the city. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, Taking a break in the stands there, I guess, surveying the land. That was during filming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And surveying the, the land. And the movie poster as well. Yeah. On the night. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, for those of you who haven't seen it, I mean, we don't want to give away anything because I don't, you know, I don't, it's, we don't want to give away endings and whatnot, but it definitely no. was, it, like you said, and I'm not saying it because you're on the show. I hate when, I, oh, people no, feel no. Like, but it's more so of, Everybody you talk to to try to get this movie made and off the ground, as soon as they read the script, they were in, and yeah. that's really what, that's the that's the meat of it. That's the heart and soul of any movie. It could be it could have, as you well know, great actors and great directors, and those words on paper that people are reading and reciting. If it doesn't have heart and doesn't have substance, right. passion, it's going to go nowhere. It's going to go nowhere. Yeah. So, I mean, your, your words are what, what made it. I mean, all those people put it together, but your words are what made it, and it was so well done. Yeah, the storyline uh, yeah. was just, you know, <clears throat> again, I, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to give it away. But the Yeah, story I don't want to say too much either, I mean, because yeah. people haven't been sure haven't watched it. But So, Robert, go ahead, continue. We interrupted you there about, about going on to production for it. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to remember. Well, I'm trying to connect because, you know, aside from it being a Rocky type of story, all the Rocky um, connections and, and, and all the things that happened to me in my life, which involves Sly as well, mm -hmm. is just, you know, in, in serendipitous. It's, it's, it's in, uh, in, incredible um, because after, you know, that Don Balboa and, and, you know, having Bill Chardoff now on board and the movie's being made and it's being promoted to be as uh, uh, from the creators of Rocky. Sadly, when we finally got the financing, John Avildsen had passed away um, and uh, he wasn't able to, uh, to make the movie. Um, but there's, you know, a lot of his signature 
in the movie, you know, there's there's scene in there where he's at the old Yankee Stadium grounds talking with his, his girlfriend yeah. and then mm -hmm. talking about, you know, what he dreamed of and what could have been, and it's, you know, without giving anything away. It's an emotional scene. You think he's talking yes. about baseball, but he's talking about something else. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, it's OK to talk about the plot. The plot, obviously, is a guy who was a baseball phenom and he wound mm -hmm. up killing a kid in a street fight and went to jail for 17 years. And now he's just trying to, you know, find his place in, in the world and society. And the mm -hmm. only thing he ever did was baseball. And at the age of 38, he gets the opportunity to maybe give it another shot. And he has to try and figure out if he deserves this other shot or not. So, so with that being said, I, one of the questions I want, and I don't know if it's easy, it's probably not easy to answer, but you sit down and this, just, this concept just comes to you and you just start writing. I mean, or does this take like months or years to put all this together? Um, you know? so, so I was for a long time looking for an underdog story, uh -huh. my own Rocky-esque story. Yeah. And you know, nothing really was hitting me or whatever, but um, I can share that a relative of mine did go away was in prison for a long time. Okay. And uh, I um, was there to pick him up when he came out. I was there to witness the immediate, the fears, you know, he was away for, for, for 17 years, like in the okay. movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, mm -hmm. there's a moment in the movie where he finds it kind of interesting opening up a refrigerator. Yeah. Uh, that was taken yeah. from my cousin who, when he oh came home, God. he actually said to me, I have not opened the refrigerator in 17 years. I mean, oh these were goodness. things that, so I, and I saw that high of being home fade really quick. And he, I saw how he saw everybody else in his life, including me, his much younger cousin, grow up, have a family and all this other stuff. And he felt very lost. And he said to me one time, which is a line also in the movie, you know, I, I never understood why guys would come go back into jail. Now I do. I remember that. And line right. very so, so, very so I was well. like, oh, my God, imagine this guy here. He, 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 and, and my cousin, at the, when he was young, he would, by no means was a baseball player. I mean, that was all I added that in. Yeah, yeah. Right. But he looked like he could have been a young kid that could have been a movie star. He could have, who knows what he could have been. Yeah. And he, right. you know, sadly, it was, it was like in a Bronx tale, wasted talent. And, uh, and, and I saw, and I was rooting for him so much to want to stay away from going back to jail and, and, and doing the right thing. And I said, that's my underdog story. The guy who comes out okay. and, and, and that was like the, the inspiration, the seed. And then I said, well, what, what could be the mountain that he needs to climb? Or what was the mountain that he had? Was he an actor? Was this, was that? And I said, well, he's from the Bronx, Yankee Stadium. Just started connecting the dots. Baseball. Imagine yeah. he should have played for the Yankees. And it starts, and it starts the going. Yeah. And then it starts building. And that's how that nice. story came about for me. So hopefully what happened to him on Garbage Day did not happen to your cousin. No. no. Okay, good. And everything else was 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 fabricated. Okay. Yeah. That was yeah. made up for theatrical reasons. You know, yeah. yeah. I get it, but purpose. boy. That was a gut punch right there. I'm watching. I'm like, no, it ain't. all day is not today. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he wanted it to be like. He wanted people in, this, in the audience to, you want them to react. I mean, I remember right. seeing Rocky in 76 in the theater, and they're yelling at the screen like it was, you know, get up, Rock, get up. Oh, you know, right. like it's, Beautiful. and when you're, like you just said, when Rick, when you're yelling, no, not today, come on, you know, you're not into today. it and you're invested it's in it. Day, and have, not today. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, thank you for that. I, I thank you, you for that. Me. It, you it, got it, me. You got me. Well, there's no more greater uh, honor to hear that. You know. Yeah. It made you feel something that way. You know. So, oh yeah, you did. Thank you. <laughs> and then I'm waiting for him to show up. I'm like, will you just get there? <laughs> All right. Now, now we can't give it away. <laughs> yeah. No. Really. Now you got to reel that in. Reel it in. No, we got to reel it in. Every now and then we got to reel him in. Okay. Every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Watch previous shows. You'll know. <laughs> but you know, it was was kind of interesting. Is that years later, um, I you know because of my I, I developed a great relationship with Bill Chardoff, so now our movie is is, is being in the final stages of, of uh, post production, and you know we're we're shopping it and ready to for it to go out to market. They start filming Creed or Creed Two, 
I mean, this is like how long it took for the movie wow. to get made, get finished, get. So um, Bill Chardoff, uh, who's a dear friend, invites me to the set of uh, Creed Two. Me and my daughter. He goes, "Why don't you come on by and you know be nice and Sly will be there." And I says, "Yeah, absolutely, that'd be awesome." So now I'm <laughs> now I'm on the set as a guest of uh, Bill Chardoff. Okay. Yeah, that was actually during the premiere of Creed Two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was invited it's, to the premiere. Uh, so uh, I get invited there. And uh, as we get there, he asks my daughter if she wants to be an extra in the movie. Come on. And my daughter's thrilled. She's like, yeah, yeah. You know, now she's nervous. She goes, Dad, can you be an extra with me? And I'm like, well, I'm part of the Screen Actors Guild. They're going to have to pay me union rates. She wanted. So anyway, we, we wind up standing next to Sly. And uh, uh, and I go up to Sly and I'm like, Sly, I don't know if you remember. You know, we met on Balboa. He's looking at me. I says, I'm a friend of Bert. Now he's connecting the dots. He goes, yeah, that's right. He goes, he goes Balboa, that's one of my favorites. He says, well, you know, since that time, I've made my own movie with um, Bill Chardoff, who's one of your producers here, and Bert is in the movie. And Sly starts asking me about Bert. And he's like, well... How was Bert? Was he was he okay? And I said, I said, yeah. And, and all of a sudden, he he starts laughing. He goes, "Oh, Bert's the best." He goes, "I bet you had a hard time with him with his lines, and he would go off and do his own thing or whatever." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God." laughs> oh man, You're like so, no, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, 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 no. So then so Bill I'm, comes over, and oh. uh, not next thing you know, he's asking me, uh, "So your movie is?" done and i said yeah it's done he goes you mean done done like and everything that i went through to get that movie made just in those words you mean done done right why is telling me like believe me i know what i know what it takes to get a movie done done yeah, yeah. And, and out there um and and he was just nothing but congratulatory it was awesome um now i as I'm talking to him, my daughter is standing next to me. And then, my, you know, after he walks away, my daughter goes, Dad, you just look so cool, like talking to Sly, you know, about your movie, yeah, like just awesome. talking, you know, like a like like a peer. Yeah, and I said, yeah, I, I said, yeah, I know. But uh, on the inside, I'm going. <laughs> right? I'm talking to Rocky. <laughs> look, uh, you know, it, we could all say we're fanboys, you know, I'm a, I'm a fanboy, oh, yeah. this and that. No, but, true. But I, I wanted my daughter to see I earned my right, you know, my place uh -huh. as a yeah, professional yeah. and being spoken to as a professional. Yeah, right? yeah. Exactly. You know? But on the inside, it's just, there's nothing more rewarding than, you know, being looked at as a professional by the guy who was your role model since you were a little kid. I know this one's um, from a lot later, later than that discussion that you had. Uh, oh, I know I was this just is now. from Creed Two, but this yeah. is the most recent one, one Rocky Day. So, yeah, yeah. I is. wanted to ask you, what, uh, what scene or scenes did uh, your daughter was she an extra in? I was there for Creed Two. I, I got this picture with Sly right there on set of Creed Two. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, this, the scene that we, um, were there for wound up being cut. It was shot on a rooftop and it oh. was supposed to be where, uh, Adonis just won. He was supposed yes. to be in Las Vegas. Yeah, I remember seeing And, uh, and, and it was supposed to be some celebration on a Las Vegas rooftop. And Rocky goes up to Marianne, Apollo's wife. And it's the first time that he saw her since the funeral. Okay. And it sounded like it was an interesting dialogue where they kind of reconcile in this scene. Yeah. Um, so it wound up getting wound up getting cut. Okay. But you know, I, I, I gotta say, yeah, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> let me just ask you this because now you, you I'm sorry, my 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 wheels get spinning. <laughs> um, take a breath, Rick. Take a breath. I know, right? No espresso so like, next show. <laughs> so like uh Balboa, where there was a lot of de deleted scenes you know, that we uh, have either seen um, on uh, in, in Creed and Creed 2 where there were deleted scenes. Were there any deleted scenes in your movie? Yes. That you kind of wish 
in retrospect, may mm-hmm. have been put in. A hundred percent. There's actually, okay. and, and, and you know, I kind of, and I could send it to you later if you guys want. Um, there's a scene that Bert did um, that wound up getting cut. It, 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 you know, if you recall in, in, in the movie, Bert plays this old guy that they just keep around the minor leagues yeah. who tells Buzzy, he just tells all these old stories and, you know, he's like a staple over there. And and, yeah. and, and he had like this one moment of glory and he does nothing but keeps telling the same story, <laughs> which was funny because when I was doing the research and I was down at the uh, Yankee farm club in Tampa, I actually ran into a guy that was just like that. And that's, oh, yeah. how, how, you know, how we came about to do that for Bert. Um, but there's a scene where it's probably one of his best performances where he's in, 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 in the hotel parking lot, motel parking lot. And, and, and he's just swinging a bat and he's, and he's, and he's screaming and, and, and he's almost crying about a, a career and, and it's, this is all BS and this is whatever. And it's uh, significant and poignant because Stano comes out and he sees him and he sees this poor old guy who had a career yeah. and now there's nothing. He's just, yeah, it's gone. and he yeah. just pretty much just says, this is it. And he just walks off into the sunset. Oh my and God. it was so heart wrenching for me. Because it's like, you know, it's almost like Bert talking about here I am at my age and yeah. Yeah, here's a career or whatever. And, you know, um, it got cut, they say, because of uh, running time of the movie. And to me, it, it was only another minute or whatever. And these guys will look and say, well, OK, it didn't really move the plot along. But it was such an emotional <clears throat> scene that I don't think it slowed anything down. Right. That's one scene that I really regret that okay. got cut. And nobody's <clears throat> ever seen it. And I, if you guys would like, I could give you the I'd exclusive. Love, <laughs> love to, no, definitely would love to. In today's day and age, when they're making films, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, off the cuff like the Justice League or whatever, you know, four years or four, yeah, four years, four hours long. Like you just said, what's one more minute? If that movie is that good, you know, such yeah. as like a, a Rocky. Well, you know, you remember, Rick, remember the story on how they wanted to cut the scene with uh, Rocky and Adrian where he came back and said he can't do it. I know. Reason. They didn't want to film it. They didn't, didn't want to film, film that. And just, that was that was probably a minute, minute and a half, two right. minutes stops. Well, John Avildsen told me that he had to fight for the little Marie scene. Really? When oh, he's really? walking her, yeah, when he's walking her home. Yeah. Everybody wanted to cut Sheesh. it. Scene. Can you imagine they would have cut that? No, no. See, now that that's developing Rocky. That you can't cut because yeah. that's developing who he is. I mean, of course, not just talking to turtles. That's, that's still yeah. yeah, yeah. I just found that very interesting to figure out or to find out how it is like a scene gets deleted like that when you know you after the the movie's out in even the DVD form or whatever, and you get to see the, the deleted scenes, and you're like, oh my god, why did this not get there? And you're like, it's so poor. It's so you know. Pertinent to the storyline, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Sometimes it just blows my mind. Like, what what were they thinking? You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. sometimes you know, even when when you're writing <clears throat> certain scenes, they just they gotta go. But this scene here, uh, I, I'd love to see that because yeah. I mean, Bert's yeah. agree that you know. He, he I would love to see it as well. Yeah. So, so Robert, you, you had mentioned how and how you have the uh, the Rocky Holy Trinity pretty much now that you have met and became friends with and became colleagues with. Um, before your film was done. Now, tell me what this picture here has to do with that. Well, that there is Robert Chardoff, mm-hmm. uh, who is the producer of the original Rocky. And there he's holding the Academy Award for Best Picture. Um, and that Academy Award right there is the same exact one. And I'm oh inside God. of Bob Chardoff's house That's holding crazy. that Academy Award. Um because, uh, as I said, you know, Chardoff was a uh, producer on my movie. He became that's, good friends wow. That's so wow. awesome. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, that's 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 pretty. I mean, think about that. Like you said, you're a Rocky fan when you were younger, growing up and, and, and doing what you're doing with this passionate uh, of screenwriting and all. And, I mean, everybody always thinks, oh, I, I'm going to take it far. I'm going to go far with it. I'm going to do this and yeah. do that. But like you had said, the odds are so slim of it happening. Um, but you achieved it all, and did did you ever remotely think, "Oh my, Sly's going to be a colleague, Bert Young's going to be family"? 
it, it's insane. It, it, it's it's a blessing. You know, I, I, yeah. I'm I a believer. I'm a man of faith. I believe in God. Um, I can't explain anything else. I, I just yeah. can't, you know. I, well, you know, a lot of hard work and pers perseverance and persistence. Oh, and I was sure. very lucky that I wrote a script that resonated with a lot yep. of people in that circle. Yep. You know, I, I'll give you another scenario. When they had the Rocky versus Drago um, mm. recut, they had the uh, premiere of that in uh, Philadelphia. Mm. And Bill Chardoff um, invited me. He couldn't go. He was in California. He says, why don't you take my seats? Wow. So, you know, I, I go there and I bring my daughter, Alexa, and lo and behold, I'm watching Rocky Four and Bill Chardoff, producer of, you know, <laughs> and it says MGM on it, sitting, right. Burt Young sitting right next to me, and Sylvester Stallone sitting right behind me. Oh, my Jeez. goodness. And I'm watching Rocky Four. Yeah. Oh. And I turn to my daughter. I go, if I were to go back to 1985 and tell young me that I'll be sitting in a theater, <laughs> that's my, my, my dear friend, my dear, dear friend, and Sylvester Stallone right behind me. And I'm hearing him talk about all the cuts he made. Oh, my God. I was going to play a joke and turn around and go, quiet, I'm watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, seemed, he seemed like he would get that humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, and, and that was just, it was surreal. And, and I'm glad that my daughter was there to witness this stuff because when I come home and I tell my wife these stories, she doesn't know if I'm making this stuff up or not. <laughs> I was just going to say, was anybody around yeah. with a camera? I know. It became, I, I caught a fish this big, and then it's this big. Yeah, it is big. Yeah. No, she was there. She was there. Right. I'll tell you another Got quick it. funny story with my daughter and Sly. So now, you know, while, while we're on Creed 2, I'm feeling much you know, much more comfortable. And I go up to Sly, and then I Sly, I'd love for you to meet my daughter, Alexa. I was like, oh, hi, how are you? Pleasure to meet you. And he shakes her hand. And uh, they're wrapping on the scene, and there was you – know, from the roof, there was this service ele elevator that was private that would bring just, you know, Sly, Michael B. Jordan, producer, director, down to mm -hmm. the holding air, the, um, wherever their room would be and wherever the, 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 the catering would be. So, you know, I, I'm invited with Bill Chardoff to take that elevator and, and, and go with, uh, with them to, to where catering is, right? And, uh, it's funny, you know, some people ask that age old question. If you were in an elevator with someone oh, yeah. just say to him or whatever, yeah. well, here I am in an elevator with <laughs> Sly, um, Bill Chardoff, me, my daughter, Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson. And then things started getting really packed. Right. The director it was very snug, right? And, and and I saw Sly getting impatient, like, come on, let's go, you know, like right. enough. Stop letting people in. Anyway, the door closes and the elevator's not moving. Oh, and God. Sly goes, This is just where his mind goes. He goes, uh, all right, if we're stuck, who out of all of us in here would be the one person to save us all? Then he turns around, <laughs> he looks at my daughter and he goes, I say you. <laughs> and my daughter goes, <laughs> but you're Rambo. <laughs> she said yeah. that? Oh my God, that's great. Oh, that was my great. God. It was a such comeback. a good moment. Such a good moment. Oh, that's and he awesome. just laughed. It was a good comeback. moment. Yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, what do you have coming up that you're allowed to share? A um, couple of things. So there's this one uh, film that I wrote. I've been working closely with a producer named Scott Rosenfeld who produced uh, a, a little Christmas movie called Home Alone. Um, <laughs> a little one. <laughs> a little one. Yeah. And uh, we have a, a film that we wrote that Joe Montaigne, the actor, has come mm -hmm. on board to direct. Uh, oh, okay. And we're up to major stars with this film. Um, it's, it's about a guy named Paul Skinny D'Amato who uh, ran a club in Atlantic City. He was the first person to put uh, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis together on stage. Um, and he had a very um, up and down whirlwind of a relationship with Frank Sinatra from when Sinatra was still a nobody to he becoming Sinatra. Sinatra. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's a pretty epic movie. 
awesome. so that's that's what we're working on right now and uh i haven't talked about my good friend john rivoli yet uh no. the great artist john rivoli who uh yeah there he is i have that poster in the, you uh, we were just talking about that poster before you came in. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my, one of my favorites. I mean, we were I, just I, Rick and I were just talking about that before you came on. Where to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not we sure. were just talking about because I'm like, because I want, I want like, the one vertical one that it shows where it says Rocky across the top. That's the one I want. Yeah, and then yeah. and uh, they have the other one. He has a vert, uh, horizontal one. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. say Rocky. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He has the whole the actual painting, and then he made a poster yeah. version of it. Right, right. I like that. Which is like amazing. Uh, he and I, I can't get into full detail of what we're working on, but we are working on a screenplay as well. Awesome. Um, something that's uh, that I think a lot of people are going to love. They're going to really dig. I got, I got to share another sly story <laughs> that I had with John. Love it. <laughs> and, and John with his, uh, with his paintings. So when Frank Stallone performed in uh, Atlantic City, I think it was mm -hmm. about a year ago, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> we had... To, to, to the show and uh we, we you know we were invited to spend time with frank so john uh, wanted to make a, a a nice painting for sly and and, and for frank and uh, the whole day we, you know he, he, john texts frank stallone and he says what time do you want us to be there he says we'll come around 12 noon the show's at night but i'll be rehearsing we'll hang out we'll whatever we leave New York very early to get there for 12 o'clock. We get to the, to, to the hard rock and, uh, you know, the, the Paramount was there and there was this production assistant, this young girl that was there. And, uh, you know, we walked with holding two tubes, you know, each of John's paintings. And we try to be as confident as possible. And we tell the young girl who's at the Paramount saying we're friends of Frank and we're, we're, we're here to see him. She's like, oh, okay, let me find out. She goes to find out. She goes, well, he's still in rehearsal. Why don't you guys come back in about an hour? So now we're walking around and we're carrying these two tubes. We're walking around Atlantic City. Text Frank, Frank, you know, we're still around. Are you, are, are you here? Now we're not getting any response from Frank. Oh, boy. What is he? What's going on? You know, <laughs> this is kind of, we run by, we walk by past that girl again. Uh, oh, you guys get to see him yet? No, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're Still waiting. You know, I think yeah. he's, but we did text him. She's like, yeah, sure. Now she's starting to think like, okay, who are these two lunatics walking <laughs> around with these tubes, thinking they know somebody <laughs> inside. Cut, you know, just to cut the story short, right. the whole day goes by. Now we're trying, now we're trying to get in touch oh. with Sly. And Sly texts back, yeah, we'll call you later or whatever. And they're like, oh man, these guys are blowing us off. We got here 12 o'clock. We're walking around Atlantic City <laughs> with these tubes. We keep running into this young girl. She's like looking at her colleagues going, look at these two losers over here. <laughs> with these tubes. <laughs> with these. And, and I'm standing there and I'm going, and I'm looking at the girl. I'm like, I make movies. I was like, I really, we really know him. <laughs> so anyway. Um, oh my God. Well, obviously you did wind up meeting up with him. There you go. Well, we get to, and, and there's another picture of me with Sly there too, if you have one. Um, that was that same night. I don't know if you have it. Do you have it up there, Tony? Uh, uh, yeah, I think I do. Give me yeah, but 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 the funny thing is, is that we don't hear from from Frank or Sly, so now we feel hurt. You know, we're feeling mm -hmm. kind of bad, and uh, we're sitting in the audience. John gets a text from Sly, and and he's and, and he goes, "Where are you?" He says, we're sitting in the audience. Sly comes practically on the stage and goes like this to the both of them. Oh, my God. So now me and John obediently oh, get up with these two tubes and we're walking across. <laughs> John Cafferty's performing Hearts on Fire. Oh, <laughs> and, my and we're walking across oh. the stage with these two tubes. <laughs> 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 and we walk backstage. And, yeah, there's the picture. You know, Sly was just so awesome that day. He was so happy to, you know, talk with us and, Call the Paramount crew while you know talking about John's work and talking about other stuff. Turned out, and I Frank revealed it on the show. We had known this earlier. Frank had to go to the hospital that day. He had a nosebleed oh, while he was right. performing. Yeah, we saw that on the show. Yeah, and that was on the show. But John and I are like, look at this. They're blowing us. You know, not thinking that yeah. the guy had had some sort of real thing. And 
and it, and it was a real thing, you know, but uh, yeah. it was just funny that John and I spent the whole day. And that's our memory of like that day in Atlantic City, walking around. <laughs> Atlantic with City. And, and so bad, I after that picture, I wanted to find that young girl and go, we weren't lying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the funniest part of the whole story is the young girl that keeps seeing you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's the greatest part of it. She's like, yeah, there they go. Yeah, I know. You know everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure you do. She's talking to her Seems colleagues funny. like, yeah. yeah, look at these guys. Oh, now what God. kills me even more is the fact that I was going to go to that concert. Me and my wife were, were going to that concert. We were getting, just getting ready to buy the tickets. And then we had like a family crisis come up at the last minute and we couldn't go. But just uh, to think the fact that I could have run into you guys and met you yeah, for the yeah. first time there rather than two Sundays ago, you know. There's other guys. hard rocks. They tell them that there's hard rocks in Florida. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> one in Tampa, one in Hollywood, one in Orlando. I'll go wherever. Yeah. Right. He puts on a great Robert, show. we couldn't be happier for you coming on, man. We thank you so much. Uh, I mean, these story we can go on for another hour. I mean, it, oh, yeah, amazing yeah, the stories you, that you're man. telling us. Uh, well, I'm grateful to, to, to be here. Um, I want to express my gratitude to so many people that were involved, you know, in, in, in me on this journey and, and mm -hmm. being able to be here and talk with you guys. You know, I met with uh. You know, guys like John, meeting him, and mm -hmm. just continues this rocky journey with me. I had the pleasure of meeting great guy, uh, Agent Nikki. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, we spent the whole weekend, the past weekend together, and he's such a good guy. And, and, and you know, it's just great to meet up with good people doing good stuff. Um, yeah. Such a you know pleasure to meet you guys and get to know you guys. I know Tony, we spoke a little bit in the past. Yeah. So, no, but it's uh, definitely good, like you said, to meet and talk some more and get to know each other. And and that was yeah. the thing. I mean, it, you know, Rocky Day was a crazy day. I mean, my goodness, no, it was no. just it was so crazy and, and wet. Um, yeah. But, wow. you know, it, 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 it was so good to see you and meet you there. And I, I know you met Rick as well, but we would definitely have to do this again sometime. Maybe when the uh, maybe when the John and your project starts to grow some legs and you're allowed to talk about, uh, we could have you back oh, on or yeah. even you and John back on. I mean, we would oh, it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. Or how about we your daughter? Let's see some of that artwork. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, go to I'm I I forget which one he posted. I think it was him with the fedora from Rocky Two. Yeah. And I, I, I remember <laughs> I messaged you. I said, Where where does she sell these? You know, and she he's does. Like, if yeah, you go to her Instagram, yeah, go her Instagram is Alexa Bruzio Art. Mm -hmm. uh, and you'll find you know, she she's enamored with old Hollywood. She just loves nice. it. She's an old soul. My younger daughter's like that. She likes old, old like Rita Hayworth and Ava Gardner yeah. and yeah. All, all the 40s and 50s. She, she loves all that. So, yeah. But yeah, definitely story. check out her, her artwork. It's amazing. Yeah, thank you for the plug. So, Absolutely. Well, like we said, Robert, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. I know we probably ran a little longer than we, we discussed, but. We, we couldn't stop talking. I'm sorry. I, know. No, thank you. I, I hope it's just fun. <laughs> the stories and then, you know, the, the inside stories with Sly directing and bird acting. And it's just, you know, this is a rockhead's dream to hearing all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And then those of you that have not seen it, definitely go on and check out Bottom of the Night. It is definitely worth a watch. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it's, it's really good. And again, not because he's sitting here in front of us. No. It's really good. Like when we uh, when we saw my wife and I watched it, and uh, and we just I told her I said that that was again the words on the paper. It makes so much difference, mm -hmm. and it was a well written story, and it had passion and heart, and you cared about these people. If you don't care about the characters, the movie's gonna tank. Right. And right. it's all about the people. It, always. Exactly. So it, please go watch it on whatever streaming service you have. Um, mm -hmm. It's all over. Um, it's such a good film. Thank you so much for sharing it all with us. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. This was a lot of oh, fun. Very welcome. I could Love talk to you guys all day. Yeah, like yeah. I said, we're coming, we're coming we'll back. We'll be on the bar in a little while. Yeah. I'm there. Let me know. <laughs> we have to have a meeting point. We're really far away from each other. So. I know. <laughs> well, really next time well. we do meet up at, a, at an event or whatever, we'll make the bar or something. Yeah, happen. for we're sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, awesome. Robert. Thanks again so guys, much. I appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. God bless. Thank you, guys. We'll talk soon. Take care. How great is Holy he? Holy cow, Tony. <laughs> How great is he?
He's oh, such a man. good guy. Like him and I, like I said, know. we chatted a little bit uh, over the over the year or so. Um, and you know, it's well, granted the whole New Yorker <laughs> Italian thing. You click with anybody that's like that. You know, you just oh, yeah. have a mutual family background type of living. Yeah. But good guy, great stories, um, down to earth man. Look at what he's accomplished and how he's talking. Sounds like he's just hanging with us at the bar. So I mean, yeah, you know. And there was one more question I wanted to ask him. Is like I wanted to know if if he wrote that part in the in the bottom of the ninth for himself. He played mm-hmm. a small part in the beginning of the movie. You know, yeah, yeah, I, wanted, yeah. I was just kind of curious if he wrote that part for himself or was just like, I'm going to do this part. You know, right. it wasn't a huge question, but I just great was, stuff. Though. Of, great know. stuff. We'll definitely oh, have to have him, him back on. I, I would love to have him and John back on. I think that'd be like having Martin oh, and Lewis yeah. on. Be- <laughs> yeah, we could do like the Brady Bunch square. Yeah, yeah, the four of us. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much cool. for watching everything. I appreciate it again every week. Like I said, we have a lot coming up. We have a lot going on. But um appreciate your support and watching the show. Yes, definitely. And all right. You know, sorry my Italian comes out. <laughs> That's okay. Trust me. All right, pal. We'll see you next week. Take care.